on this episode of Quantum Week, September 9th through 15th, 2018. Welcome to Quantum Week. I am Matt. Matt is still screaming. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about movies and music and headlines and stories. And this is the Patreon episode number five. Uh, for our patrons. Yes, and we are still in the week of uh, 2018. Yep. Which Matt and I both, I think, agree we cannot wait to get out of. Yeah, we're ready to fucking move the fuck on. I was all excited in 2018, um, and uh, it's been really kind of shitty, honestly. I don't, I do, I, I hate drawing people. Uh, I, I didn't really love our last show, the one that came out on Saturday. Uh, I, I found it hard. I found it hard this week. I think we'll talk about the Predator today. And yeah. uh, I'm sorry, the, and post my I found it hard with some of these modern things to talk about when the movie isn't super compelling and then there's no like historical, like we can't talk yes. about it in historical yes, reference, yes, yes, yes. which I kind of enjoy doing this show. I didn't realize unfortunately how much I guess I depend on it on some level. Um, and not having that context makes it a lot, a much different show, a show I don't know if I like as much. Oh, I agree. Yeah, the more the, so this was the most recent week that we've done by far because we, we, 2013, I think was the last, yep. uh, was the, you know, the last, the most, most recent. recent. Yeah. And yeah, it's too, it's like too close. It just, it doesn't, there's no, well, number one, you don't have nostalgia for it. You don't right. have warm feelings for it or warm feelings for the time. So it's hard to get really excited about it. And then if, as if it were an all time movie in 2018, then I think I would feel different. Right. But we didn't hit any of those? No, we hit a lot of like middle, mid, mid movies. Like, you know, yeah. even box office wise, even, um, I mean, maybe crazy rich Asians does have some, some legs to it. Yeah. The other two movies, I mean, they're forgotten about already. You yeah. Know, more or less. I, I know they're making a predator sequel. Uh, supposedly it's in production, but it has nothing. To, it's a totally different director, totally different cast. So these movies are pretty much gone. Gone. Oh, I guess the Meg, they're making a sequel, I guess. But like, you know, but these are not, I guess actually Meg has some cable. I'm, I'm taking it back to more I talk about it. The Meg, I guess, has some cable play. Um, yeah. Yeah, because people could, whatever, sit down yeah. and like and zone out to that shit. Crazy. So maybe two of them kind of have some legs, but it just, but it's hard to even like, you can hear them kind of double backing on it because it's hard to even get a, a, a feeling on that because it's just so recent. It's hard right. to know what's going to, you know, thrive in the future, what won't, or I, I guess I really like looking back at things as opposed to looking right at things. Well, then the question is this. Do you feel like we need to change our rules so that we don't get stuff more recent? Like, does it have to... And so our rule is one year has right. to be a year. Does it make sense to call that five years? I had the same thought. Yeah. Here's my take on it. Yeah. Let's do another run. Okay. So let's try it again. You know, yeah. Whenever it comes up. Yeah. It won't be coming... Next week we do 91. So hopefully it won't come up again for a while. But when it comes up again, I want to give it another chance. Maybe just a bad week. And if we find it again, I would also, I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. A five year. That gives us a little, just a little, a little more. more room. Yeah. I'm also finding it hard, hard with the music. Our music is really changing. The way that we consume music is really, really rapidly changing. I mean, it started, you know, 10 years ago, rapidly changing, but it's, it seems to be even crazier. Like everything is really niche now because you have access to everything. But so that what charts though is like the most bland stuff that, that most people would would like find kind of least effect oh, or, or it's background music kind of background. Yeah. Music. I have theories on that. I want to kind of say that for the post Malone stuff. I okay. Think. We can do that. Um, but there, but it's, so then you see the same five people all over the hot 100, right. you know, they each have 20 songs on there and it's like, what, what's there to, you know, what's there to talk about? So it's almost like I need to change the rules of what I can go and pick music wise too. If we're going to see be so recent, it causes problems. That's all I'm saying. Let's see what happens. We'll, okay. we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll stick with the current rules as they are, but though that we might be a five year window instead. There is awesome music that's come out in 2018, but I can't talk about it because it's it not, wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like non-offensive enough to hit the hot 100. Mm-hmm. And same and, and uh, movies will have a better chance because there's less of them made. The movies is somewhat true too, though, with, uh, you know, with things beyond streaming. So yeah. like there were movies that came out, especially more, I guess more in 2019, 2020 would definitely have a lot of streaming because we have to, we, we have to, that. yeah, but 2019, there were a lot of interesting movies that came out streaming wise that would never, that weren't in the top 10 box office that we in theory could never talk about. So there's a lot. That, so the modern stuff makes it a little harder. It does. Um, but for now we will sit back for this episode, relax. 
and talk about, let's talk about 2018. Let's talk about oh, the predator, the predator, predator. This movie is trash. Okay. So I don't think it's trash, but it's not, it is. it's not, well, I there's a lot wrong with it. There's a lot. Trust there's, me. There's I'm some, with you. There is, this movie is from a movie perspective. I'll say this. Yeah. This movie is more entertaining at the face value than the Meg. When you look at how problematic it is, and I hate being the ringer about this, but just the way it treats special, like really mental illness yeah. and autism. Yeah. And just the bizarre, also the way it's just cut and edited is just in, like lazy and sloppy. It's, it's very strange. It's, it's a, it's a bad movie. So there movie sucks. The funny thing though, is there are some awesome shots and then there are some ridiculous shots. Can I give you the one awesome, sure. one ridiculous? The opening, uh, not the uh, right past the opening scene when, you know, the spaceship's coming down. You see the first time you see Quinn, he's in his little sniper perch mm-hmm. and it's in kind of a jungle, which is sort of a throwback, a throwback to, the, to, to the, the original. original. The 87, 1987 movie, Predator, Predator, which we both enjoy a lot more. I love Predator. Me too. Yeah. So the camera, like um, it, it glides from left to right past where he is and then comes back pretty quickly and focuses in on it. Like, like he's been hidden and the camera has now found him. I really love that shot. And then right after that, you see over his shoulder down through the clearing that he's peeking out of into the road. Um, I'm, when I, when I saw that, like right in the beginning, I'm like, holy shit, this was shot really well. Then you see a stupid shot where the, um, where the, the ship hits the atmosphere and it's going like right across almost like mountain mountains and hills. And it looks like the road runner. I'm like, me, me. It looks like a fucking comedic shot. I'm like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? Didn't it, 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 I, it infuriated me. And I had stuff like that all throughout. Like the aliens are really cool. I, or sorry, predators really cool. There's some cool stuff around the ship and, and uh, the technology, but then you just see stupid, ridiculous shit too. The editing is especially atrocious. So uh, there are things that are shown that don't really belong or make any sense. Uh, one shot is of a dog running toward a truck and the dog vanishes. We never, where the fuck did he go? Why even show the dog? Why even have the shot in there in my head? Cause I, I have seen this before in my, cause I love predator. So the idea of predator, I love that. And it has a lot to do with the original, of course. Yes. But even like the second one and the second one's pretty bad, but I just, I like Danny. This. I like Danny Glover. I mean, I, you know, I have, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's better than this, but and it's still pr- bad. Predators, the one preceding not seen that. that's actually better than this. That's a lot better than this. Okay. I mean, it was a good cast and he's he got Adrian right. Brody and yeah, it's good. Yeah. Regardless. Um, this one. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, <sighs> there is an editing move in this one in the beginning of the movie that is explained. Sorry. I didn't finish my thought. Okay. I apologize. The dog. Sorry. Sorry. The dog. Okay. Um, in my head, I'm like, the dog gets to them. They bring the dog into the thing yes. and then the dog like protects them the rest of the I way. I think so. That's what was that's, going that, on in my head. That's what you're led to believe by how it shot. <laughs> that's gone. But that's not what happened. Ghost dog. Yeah. Very strange. Sorry to continue with your. Yeah. Piece. So there is one editing. I, I didn't want to talk about because it's probably the big, the thing this movie is actually known for the most is a scandal involving it. So um, at the very beginning of the movie, Olivia Munn, uh, you're introduced to her character in an odd way. First off, she's a biologist. Yes. And she's looking a little bit troubled, and then she gets a tap in the shoulder, and basically, I come with us. We have a special project for you. Yeah. Okay, that's stupid and lazy and bullshit, but whatever. But watching it, you're like, wait, why is this one? What a weird way to kind of be introduced to this Very character. Weird. Well, what happened was, she there was a scene before that that was cut. Yeah. She was, she, uh, there was a jogger that jogged by and kind of hit on her, and she, I guess, has like a witty retort back. Um... That jogger is someone who had gone to jail for um, sexual harassment or assault or something. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, a minor. That's right. Um, and it is Shane Black, who's the director of this. It's his like friend. His friend who he like defended. Yeah, too. He, he's done a few movies with him. He he basically kind of throws him in these small roles because yeah. his buddy happens a lot in Hollywood. Fine, okay, but this guy has a very very serious past. Uh, and they fit. This was found out about right before the movie was basically finished editing. Yeah. It's called picture lock. And that means that's basically when they kind of like, it's over, it's done. It is what it is. We're putting it out there. Right. Um, like days before that, which in movie world is like basically like seconds. Yeah. So like right before it's supposed to go to a film festival and picture lock, the, they actually cut that scene. Oh. Olivia Munn protested. Shane Black defended um, this actor. Yeah. Um, the rest of the cast stayed pretty silent. Cause they didn't want to piss off Shane black. I don't sure. know what the deal was there. Um, maybe over your mind wasn't, although I guess he's a, uh, I guess it is like on uh, maybe yeah, uh, we don't know. know. We don't know. So they, yeah. Maybe they don't want to get involved. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, uh, they actually, you know, this is post me too. 
So they went in there and they did cut, cut that scene out. But because of that, you're introduced to her in a very strange way. What is this? And then after that, you know, the rest of her character, which is terrible anyway, because she just does not behave or act like a biologist. Why is she a commando? (laughs) She picks up this gun and immediately knows how to shoot it. It's insane. I, I, and I'm thinking, I'm like, did I miss some part where they talk about her being also a Marine and a biologist or like a, you know, in the army or a ranger? Yes. Now the real Olivia Munn has a black belt. But oh. does this Olivia Munn person, like this, you know, this character, we don't, we just never explain. Yeah, she like sweeps someone's over. She, crazy. she at one point she jumps on the alien and like, yes. and, and like shoots it in the head a few times, right? Yes. What the fuck? It's, Who would, uh, some biologist is going to do that. It's, 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 and then the way they are all, I, Shane Black is known for having a very casual guy, guy way of, conver- of conversation. That's what he's known for. It's what it's Shane Black. He's known like they're like blackism. So they even say it. It's like, he's kind hmm. of, it's a shorthand in Hollywood of like, he wrote with the weapon. That's right. Okay, which is a brilliant. Yeah. For its genre. Yep. It is a it's, a, it's about as good as you can get. It's great. It's kind of forgotten about in time because of all the Mel Gibson stuff. But, you know, with the weapon, if you take out the Mel Gibson stuff, which is, you know, he, he has his issues for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But take that away. Just look at the movie from face value. It's about as good as a buddy cop movie you're ever going to find. It might be the best. I, I don't, yeah, I, I can't think of another I mean, one. Right, yeah. So, um, he wrote that. Uh, and that's kind of what put him on the map. Um, he, you know, he has a story by credit for Lethal Weapon 2, but he did not write that. He actually put in a treatment, but at that treatment, the character of Martin Riggs dies. Oh, shit. And the studio was like, oh, no, no thanks. No, that's not happening. Shane Black has said uh, that it's the best thing he ever wrote, and he's kind of like, feels kind of cheated by that a little bit. But yeah. um, so they went in a different directions, but they still gave him the story by credit, which he really had nothing to do with. Yeah. Uh, he then wrote Last Boy Scout, which didn't do well. Not, Some people yeah. like it. It's all right. I, I think it's, it's become like, when it came out, it really got dragged. And now it's got this like flip side of it. Now it's like people are like, love it. It's, it's not that good. It's pretty cheesy. It is. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, you know, he also, he's done some other uh, movies that, that, that have worked. Um, some other ones that haven't, this is, I think this might be the worst thing he's ever written. Uh, you know, I it mean, it might be, I, I, yeah, it's not, it's not, he did the nice guys, which I haven't seen. And I hear that's quite good. Which ones is that? The that's one with, with Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe and, and Ryan Gosling. Oh, um, it's not bad. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's right, not it's, bad. And then he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is the thing that he's, uh, Robert Downey Jr., that's the thing that he's most kind of critically acclaimed for is that movie. Okay. He did also direct Iron Man 3, which got dragged when it came out. It has- That's had the worst one. Sort of a second life a little bit. It has kind of a cult following, I guess, on some level. It's not, It's that's the worst one. I have not seen that. I've seen uh, yeah. only the first two of that series. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, he's, so, I'm sorry, with the last boy's guy, he only wrote that. He did not direct it. He didn't start directing until Kiss Kiss Bang Bang until right. before. Um, but so, you know, he, he's, he is a interesting writer where you can do, they're always guy movies, but they can be different things, whether it be predators or I guess in this case it didn't work, but like nice guys or lethal weapon or last boy scout. Usually it's more that kind of cop, but he tries to do that here with scientists. And it's like, it's weird. No, if you had an alien in front of you and these, all these military guys, that's what they were, right? Yes. Yep. They're not all going to be like, fuck, fuck. Like, no, like, that's not how they would be. You wouldn't have a Busey if, as, as, uh, as a scientist either. That's not believable. Well, that's like, like the nod, I guess, I know to it Predators was, too, of course. Which I guess you kind of, Gary. I, you kind of forgive. But, but the other, but just, if you had a, especially like, you know, not to be sexist, but if a woman walks in to a bunch of military guys, I would not, probably watch my language. They're not all going to start, because, yeah. you know, what the, what's, what, what's yeah, happening? Why do that? It's not, it's, not, it's not how human beings speak. No. And, you know, and then he tries really hard in that prison um, bus when you're introduced to kind of the other, the other, uh, I guess not. not the prisoners. members of the team, his, right. his squad. The squad. Uh, and they all have various mental illness that they're kind of belittling and making fun of, which, okay, I guess. They all have like their trick. They're like their, right. their, their, uh, their power, yeah, their superpower. Thing, yeah. Um, you know, like one guy's the joke, like tells yeah, the jokes yeah, exactly. and, and stuff. Very one dimensional. Yeah, yeah, right. And and they're all, but they're trying really hard to force this like this camaraderie, and you don't buy it for one no. second because they're not, they don't have camaraderie between themselves. They don't, they. And so, why would you introduce a new guy and then suddenly, and he's the leader up there? It doesn't. It, it's so weird. They it, needed to be a squad first. Like, oh, we all yes. saw some shit together in Afghanistan or something. Well, like, they, or, there's two things happening there. Obviously, one is they're trying to recreate the magic of the original Predator. And they failed miserably. miserably. The other thing is Shane Black's trying to be, hey, remember, I'm Shane Black. Here's guys, here's just guys talking. Yeah. That's what they want. Like, you know, that guy talk, right. locker room talk. And they, you know, he tries so hard to kind of infuse that. We're in Luther Weapon, it's so natural. Like, oh, you yeah. feel that these guys are, like, the Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, both are obviously superior actors to anyone in this movie. 
But also you just, it's written so well that camaraderie is so believable. We're here. It, like you said, it's, it's completely false flat. That's what dudes who are comfortable with each other um, sound like when they can bust on each other. But there, there's love. Yeah. They, yes. you, there's obviously they care about each other's love for each right. other, but they bust on each other. That is like, that seems like buddy male behavior where none of this, this didn't, it, so, they wouldn't be close. They would, they would not like each other. And I keep forgetting the lead actor's name. This guy is the most forgettable person. Uh, Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. I didn't even know that he was he in. I've never seen. I him. guess he's in a show called Narcos, which is pretty popular. I believe uh, I haven't watched on, it but, on, yeah. on, uh, on cable. I believe. Yeah. Uh, or maybe on a streaming service. I'm sorry. Maybe on Netflix. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really recognize him. He is terrible. He's not good. He is not. You know who's supposed to be in it? <laughs> you see that? No, who? Benicio del Toro. As that character? Yes. That would have been fucking weird. Would've He's too old. An entirely different movie. I think it would have been that. I think you, I think it would have been, I think it could have been really interesting. Okay. You need a weird, like we need like Schwarzenegger is such an unconventional leading man and it he works is. so well for the 87 predator. I think you need that same sort of thing. It just depends on what you're going for. And that, that was one of the issues I had with this movie. Is it supposed to be funny? Cause maybe if it's supposed to be funny, then Benicio del Toro is the right fit. Cause he's goofy and weird and, and his, just his being is funny. Um, so maybe that would have worked better. This guy, this guy had a very little charisma. He was so generic. He's like just out of like central casting, yeah. you, know, you know, 30 year old white guy, just, you know, good looking guy, but not, yeah. you know, but it just, just kind of like does the, he's like a Ken doll. It, it was, it was so boring. I just, I get to imagine, imagine Del Toro in this role. It been so weird. It would have been very he weird. Done so many strange things of it. It would have been, it would have been really interesting. Yeah, you don't connect with him as at all. It's like him as a dad, he's shitty. Him as like a military, no, yeah. like we we don't right. get. There's like nothing that you can latch onto him. Like he's not a good leader. He just falls in with these people. Ooh, he's kind of loony. He's kind of crazy. Right. And then the wife defends him, and that's that the doesn't ring true. She oh, is. Yeah, yes. that doesn't ring true either. No. And like she's spouting out all his stats. He's got 13 confirmed right. kills in the Bronze <laughs> Star, and the it's like how what? No one speaks like that. No one does. And the thing is, what happens to her character? Okay. I have a huge problem with this woman because a what the fuck happens to her? No and, idea. And they never resolve that. And B you get a bunch of guys who just bust into your house with your husband bust into your, into yes. your house where and where's your son and they tell you it's aliens and you're like, okay, and you go and grab a gun. Let's do this. What? It's insane. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Why? Who are these lunatics in our fucking get get these fuckers out of here and then we'll talk. It just shows you how poorly written this is. Terribly written. Uh, Shane Black has had some criticism in his career that he doesn't write women very well. I would <laughs> Clearly. say clearly pretty pretty on point in this in this movie. Jesus. Um, he also apparently doesn't write children very well because Jacob Tremblay is terrible in this. and Jacob Tremblay by the way in Room he's fantastic. We talk about some of the. Oh, great, I forgot he was in Room. He is. Yeah. Some of the great child actors. Uh, my very short list would have Haley Joel Osment from Sixth Sense. Yeah. And uh, Jacob Tremblay in Rome. Like that, like there might be a couple yeah. I'm forgetting, but it would start with those two, I think. Yeah. He, that movie, by the way, is maybe the best movie that came out that year. I, I don't know if I've ever- Was that 2017 or 18? So, no, I was in New York. It was 2015. That, well, that old? Yeah. That's a great film. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever, like, it's like the top three or four most cried. Million Dollar Baby is probably the most I ever cried. Oh, in Jesus, yeah. I think Rome might be second. Um, yeah, I, I was really, really emotionally moved by that, by that movie and, and by his performance. And he's also was in Dr. Sleep. Jacob Tremblay he had a very small saw role that. in Dr. Sleep. Was it worth seeing? That's you and McGregor, right? It's, it's very, King? yeah, it's, uh, is it worth seeing? It's a great question. Um, cause I hated like, what was it? Rear window with, um, Johnny Depp, which came out rear before window. Or no, is it not that's Hitchcock? No, no, that's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. I saw that. Okay, no, but there's a, there's a there's a King movie with Johnny Depp in it where he's a writer again and he's in a oh, cabin. Oh, I didn't know that. That was the vibe I got from Doctor Sleep, and I'm no, like, I mean, I it's a Shining sequel. I, yeah. Um, it uh, is a. I'll say this: it's uh, Mike Flanagan directed it. It is interesting. I don't know if it's worth seeing. Okay. You might like it. I've had a hard time with Stephen King movies for a while. It's it's it does some interesting things. Planning can take some interesting chances. The Jacob Tremblay stuff, for instance, is very good. He's very good. It's a very small role, but it's yeah. it's very intense, and he he handles it. And he's good. It's amazing that like this the kid that's in that movie, the kid that's in Room, is the same kid because this is fucking awful. Yeah, his character, meanwhile, is written. And I'm, I kid you not, if you haven't seen this movie, if you haven't seen this movie, don't see it. This predator sucks. Um, they treat autism as a superpower. They do. Yeah, that's so weird. Like, right, that's the next evolution of our species. If I was a autistic. parent of an autistic like, kid is, and I have these daily struggles, and this kid, they show him at the very beginning, he seems to have some real issues with with sound, some auditory stuff, other things. 
He's not like he seems to have some problems. He's highly functioning though. But then, but well, the problems also seem to dissipate whenever they need. It's very convenient. Right. He walks home alone by himself, like by himself. He like he takes care of himself. He's he's doing Halloween by himself. Like so, a yeah. Fire alarm going off makes but, a kid in a fetal position. Right. But then aliens killing his father is just another day in the office. Oh, and he's kidnapped by a guy who's a fucking lunatic, and he's and he tells him to fuck off basically. Like yes. he's got no fear right. with that guy. Yes. It's like, huh? That, that guy, Sterling K. Brown, plays that role. He actually does a great job. He does a, he does a, he is. He's the most, yeah. he's trying the hardest here. He is. He's also one of the best actors in this cast. If yeah. you've seen People vs. O.J. Simpson, he plays Chris Darden, and he's really good. Yeah. Uh, he plays that role really well, really understated, but that's kind of how Darden was if you were alive during the O.J. stuff. He, he's, uh, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm flaking on the girl that, that played uh, Marsha Clark, but she got all the, the yeah, she the got all the uh, accolades, but he, his role I think he won an Emmy for it too. And his role though was like, he, he was more Darden than she was Clark. You know, if you yeah. go through it, you remember, uh, he, he, he was quite good. He's good in this. He's, he's doing it the right way. He's chewing up the scenery. Yep. He's kind of having fun with it, which is the right way to place him in this. I think, um, was it key Keegan key, uh, peel or peel? Uh, no, uh, peel, wait, wait, not peel. Um, uh, Keegan, it's the key, Keegan. Yeah. It's yeah. key from key and peel. So Jordan peel, meanwhile, becomes one of the greatest directors of our, of, oh, uh, yeah. you know, of the Jesus last decade. Christ, yes. Um, with uh, I haven't seen us us I, I, I see like that. us better than get out get out is phenomenal I, want, I, need, I need to see it I know I want uh, to I think us us is brilliant. and uh Lapido, uh is it fantastic in that uh the actress I'm sorry I'm blanking her name right yeah, now I, yeah. I, I didn't know who's gonna, she's gonna come up. um she's she's fantastic she she should have got a nomination that was yeah. that was a crime um she's so good in that and that yeah. movie that I think that movie's better than get out but I understand why get out gets the accolades but like he's the kind of guy whatever he puts out, I'm really interested in seeing. He's like one of like those 10 directors that no matter what they put out, I'm really curious about. Absolutely. Um, so you have him on one side and you have, you know, <laughs> the guy that he did that. Keegan Michael with, key, Keegan Michael key. And he's doing this, you know, these, these kind of junk, but he has a nice career. It doesn't against him. No, it just, it must kind of, I don't know. That's gotta be kind of tough, right? Yeah. Or you got what? one who's very acclaimed. Yes. Like, okay, this guy's brilliant and you're doing fucking the predator. Yeah, and you're like kind of like that's like one. But the, the thing is, I would love still a good career. I would I mean, love to do the Predator movie if it were if it were as good as the original. I mean, I would well, I would love yeah, to be course. in, in yeah. you know, but whatever. Yeah, what's McTiernan doing? Fucking get McTiernan back to do it. Well, we talked about him before. I know he's, he's but like, he, he's he needs the money. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he has no problems. I don't <laughs> know uh, Predator, uh, the original Predator. If you haven't seen that, we should definitely don't oh. watch this. Watch that. God, yeah. Uh, it is just a, it's a simple story, and it all takes place in a jungle. It's with these really interesting, well-written characters <laughs> yes. played by really interesting character actors like yeah. Paul Weathers. Um, Shane Black is in it. Yep, um, he's good. I mean, yeah. he's a smaller part, but he's good. Uh, Schwarzenegger is uh, the leader of this group. Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, he was great. Yep. Uh, it's a really, like, in, you know, and it does, like, what Anaconda does as well, uh, but Predator does it much better, which is that it's kind of a goofy, have some fun. Is Predator 87 a all-time great movie? No, it's not. But in its genre, is it an all-time great movie? It absolutely is. Well, in terms of all, I would say like all-time. monster movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, That's about as good as you're going to get. Yeah. All-time entertaining movie. I'd put that in like a top 100 most entertaining films. Yeah, maybe. I, I yeah. That's all, that, uh, I, I there's a few I, Schwarzenegger movies that are, that are off the charts good. And that, that was, that's one of them. It's really, yeah. it's, it's for, for what it's trying to do, it knocks it out of the park. Yes. And it's trying to do what this is trying to do. It, actually, in that movie too is scary. This, it is scary. This isn't scary at all. No, it's not. And like, I don't know. Is it, are they trying to be funny? And so nobody, there are no consequences to anything forever until the last 15 minutes of the movie. And then everybody dies, <laughs> which is fucking weird. So you, I don't give a shit about any of these people. And then they like, die so quickly. They do. You don't care. I don't give You're a like, shit. Oh, right, oh, he's dead. Oh, okay. He's dead. And then the kid kills people and he doesn't care. So nobody stupid. cares. It's like, what? What are, what is this? What is this fucking bullshit? And then it's just kind of one liner quips that are not even really that funny. And then you don't care about anybody and the kids killing people. And then they all die at the end. It's like, I don't get, I don't, I don't know what they're, what, pick a fucking lane. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I have a theory that it might, theory? might not be pop or not a theory. I guess I have a opinion. That might be a hot take for some. Ooh. Okay. I think predator as a monster is a shitty monster. Oh, really? I'm tired of it. It's God not damn good. It. There's no, the reason these movies, these sequels don't work is because there's nowhere else for this thing to do. In the original movie, it was interesting because it was new and you kind of find out he's like yes. invisible and kind of do some things and he has that, 
He can that see your body heat. Yeah. That's fun. But he doesn't talk. He's not a character. He has no emotion. So you can't, you can only get so much blood out of that stone. Yeah. Like there's no, like, the, you know, I know that now they're adding subtitles when he talks and stuff and like they're trying to give him some sort of character. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it, there's nothing enough for these predator movies. We, we get, you're not going to get as good as the first one. And it's just a copy of a copy of a copy. And there's nowhere else for the predator to, there's nothing else for the predator to do. But I got to say, I got to, I have to push back on you on that one. What about then the alien films? Because you could say the same thing. Well, the and they, they the even have less, films, like less emotion because they can't, you know, they, they don't even, well, they can't get the alien movies had some things going for it that this doesn't. That A, you have Sigourney Weaver. That's true. All right. And then you have, you know, two great directors, Ridley Scott and James Cameron. Yeah. Now, um, and no, those first two are, are quite good. And then you even have Fincher, you know. I know for the, which, the which is a, you know, I actually like that film. Okay. I, I like Yeah. All and of you those have films. Sigourney Weaver as well. Yes. You know, you know, <laughs> The first one too, you have you know some really great character actors, you know yeah. Tom Skerritt and yeah, um, yeah. John Hurt, an incredible cast for that kind of movie. Yeah. So you know you really have kind of like A list talent doing kind of like slumming. So that's what, and then the second one, you once again have kind of A list talent once yep. again kind of slumming. And you know, oh, maybe slumming. I'm just talking about the genre. I'm not talking about the movie itself. You calling sci-fi the slums? I'm talking a sci-fi monster movie is it's tough to get Academy Award caliber people to do those movies. Okay. And both those movies had that. And because of that, it's really elevated. Yeah. It's really, they're really well, they're really well-crafted films. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. That become the best of that genre. Yeah. Because you have A-listers doing it. Where meanwhile, A-listers typically, like Leonardo DiCaprio is not going to go do an alien movie. You know, uh, I don't even mean like alien, like that series. I'd I mean, he's it. not going to do an alien movie, period. In general, right. Aliens in them. Yeah. You know, he's right now, he's shooting his first comedy ever in Boston, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm really interested to see him in a comedy. But like, yeah. you know, those kind of, Meryl Streep's not going to go do a movie with Amy. You know what I mean? You're not going to get that kind of talent to do that kind of movie. Sure. So, you know, to get a Sigourney Weaver is almost like lucky. And then to have it be Ridley Scott and have it be James Cameron is like double lucky. Right. And then the supporting cast I got was, eight, was yeah, then, it was great. You know, and yeah. obviously it's, it's really, you know, so you're not going to see, right. So the Alien movie, I think is a tough comparison because- but that had nothing to do with the concept or the alien. That was just the, the, the right people were in it, place. They were able to make it work, even though the character, the villain sucked. But yours, oh, okay. But you're, but I think in the predator situation too, you could you could make a, a you great need movie. an A-list actor, yeah, uh, a great supporting cast, and you need to have a great director. Talented well, guess director. what? Predator eighty seven had that exactly. You had a great action, one of the best action directors of that jo- of that time. I think oh, McTiernan's yeah. a Hall of Famer, but no, but the late eighties, early nineties, find, find me a better action director. There, there are some, but not many. And then you have Schwarzenegger, Hall of Famer. Yeah. And you have an amazing supporting cast. Just yeah. like we talked about Alien. So, right, you can do it if, you, if the monster sucks. Yeah. But you need to have everything else going for you. Yeah, yeah. so it's harder. Right. The stakes are, are, are yes. more difficult. You're making it a lot more challenging. And now, so now they're going to make a... Pre- so then one of the Predators movies they're making is in the fucking Civil War. So they say. So they say. Uh, it's been kind of development clunky. I will say development clunky. I like that. I mean, that's... that's I just said that. I said it's in yeah. development clunky. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I understood what you meant. I, I, I don't understand what I mean anymore. Um, it's supposed to take place in the Civil War, but it's the same director that directed that Cloverfield Lane movie, which is actually quite good. That's a good one. That's the best. John Goodman. That's the best that one. That's the best. I've only those. seen two of them, I guess, but I've only seen the original well, on the, that one. Did you, oh, the found footage one? The, yeah. Uh, original Cloverfield. That was it, right. Yeah. Yeah. But that movie, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Uh, John Goodman. Yes, uh, yep. It's actually a, a, quite a good movie. Very good. Um, because, and yes, yes, because it's you're really well directed because the whole time you're like, is he a lunatic? Yeah, it's yeah. really well done and yeah, yeah. it's it's really well shot. Yep. So I'm like, well, maybe if you got the right cast that could work, but if that's the case, just do something original. Like if you have a great director and a great cast, just make make your own why alien. Do you keep doing these things. I don't know. It's one of the best villain characters ever. He's not. He is. Why is he so good? Well, like, what does he do that makes that you enjoy? I just he. Well, okay, not in this film, but in the original film. What do you film, like that he does? When the, in the original film, he's scary as shit. Okay. You've seen him. How much more? The second time you've seen him, he's not scary. Yeah, no, it's not. So what, what, no. what well, do you, same thing with what the aliens What more do you films? want to see out of Predator? I the Predator don't, man. Here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't nothing. Know. He can't talk. He doesn't do it. He's invisible. He's un, he's, then he's visible. There's nothing else he can do. There's nothing else for him to do. Right, so then I think you have to put him in the right scenario. How then. do we just... What? Why can't we just have Predator be a really great movie, fun movie, action movie from the 80s? Oh, we can. And we move on. We can, but Why I- Why do we keep doing this? I don't know, but I do like, but I like him as a character. I like him. I think he's scary. I, well, and maybe it's just because of where I was at the time. The same thing with like watching, I think I saw Aliens before I saw Alien, and they both- I did too. Freaked me out. Like Aliens, as a kid, as a seven-year-old kid yeah. or whatever it was, 
freaked me out. Well, so I mean, I, a, but even watching it now, you're like, oh, that's, that's a scary. That and even scary. watching Predator, you're like, oh, this is fun. This is kind of, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. scared, I guess. But like, whatever, you can, there's some fun thrills yeah. in it. It's right. a thrilling movie. Right, right. But, well, there's nothing else that needs to, I just, yeah, maybe I, I really wish, I and mean, this goes back to, well, hey, 2018, baby. Enough fucking IP, enough regurgitation. Make do some new different. stories. Go yeah. do a different monster with a different monster. Maybe this monster will have longer legs. Or maybe it won't. It's a fun one-off movie. Sure. Why can't movies just be one-off? Why can't we just fucking tell a story and move the fuck on? Even this piece of shit movie ends on a sequel cliffhanger. It does. That nobody wants. No. That makes no sense. <laughs> no. I This movie is it's my new suit. Fuck this movie. Uh, I will put it right. The This is... This is worse than the Meg. No, it's not. No. Just barely. No, that's an insane take. This is not worse than the Meg. The no, Meg insane ha- take is you saying <laughs> that I'm more talented than Jerry Carabas. That's an insane take. I think you are, my friend. Okay, good. That's, a, that's madness. The, no, it's not. These movies are both. If, if you told me that you like, uh, if I think these two are pretty, I would rather pretty wa- reversible. I would, ra- I would rather watch this film than the Meg. Definitely. Uh, I... <laughs> There's cooler interactions happening. Like the war, the it's yeah, there's cool uh, stuff. I, I, uh, I, uh, I'll go. The Who, other is way. there a better character they in the bright. Meg than um, who's the the bad guy in this one? Um, Sterling K. Brown. Is there a better, is there I, someone? I, maybe, um, nah, not Statham. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe him. Nah. I mean, he's just being Jason Statham, but. Yeah, but he's not even being the good Jason Statham where he's doing all yeah. the martial arts he's and fun he's stuff. He's like half checked he's, out. He's like lazy Jason Statham. It's lazy Jason Statham. Like, yeah. Um, because what is he doing? Is he going to like spin kick a fucking fish? I don't want to argue this because they're both going to suck, honestly. I, I don't really. This, this is, doesn't hear bottom five, though. I uh, know, but it'll be my bottom 10. Right next to the Meg. They're, to me, they're, like, they're very equal. I don't even know if it hits bottom 10. We've seen some real shit, but it, it's down there. Bottom we third, seen absolutely. Shit, actually, we have seen, well, our bottom is really bad. Yeah. Um, the bottom 10 oh, yeah, is so really that's gonna bad. Oh, yeah. So that's going to tell you, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to have, uh, after we're going to do our song, we're going to have the Alvins which is going to be our, we're going to like basically have it Oscars for the worst. <laughs> yes. like, kind of like the Razzies. Yeah, kind of like the Razzies. But only movies that we've covered. Yeah. That but, sounds uh, good. Are we ready for Post Malone? I, yeah, I think we can do that. Um, I don't like this song at all. I don't like Post Malone at all. Um, won't hit my bottom five, but this is not a good song. He is not a good writer, and this is not a good era for music. Uh, musicians now are lazy, repetitive, uncreative. The production is lazy and uncreative. They do the same shit over and over. They make everybody sound the same. Everything is vanilla bullshit music that hits the Billboard Top 100 right now, and there is awesome music happening in the world outside of this fucking hot 100 and i am frustrated beyond we said this at the beginning of the show i'm frustrated beyond everything that i had to pick these songs this week to talk about because it's bullshit compared to the other good stuff that's out there it, it pisses me off like there's the war on drugs check out that their last album it is all time phenomenal album same time period and i can't i'll never be able to touch i won't be able to talk about them they're popular, but they'll never hit the Hot 100. It's the same five fucking asshole musicians. Yeah, uh, Post Malone, by the way, great name. It is a good name. Great Post Malone. That's a yeah, cool name. Yeah, it is a good name. I like that. Yeah, name. he's got fucking tattoos all over his face. I kind of so. wish that was my name. I wish my name was Post Malone. I'll call you that from now. No, no that's how he already has it. No, well, I don't like that. I don't like when you do Maloney. it. I don't like when you do it. Uh, <laughs> okay, everybody. I, I like when I do it. All right, you uh, call. No, but no, great name. Uh, it's so, great. Name. Okay, so here's what this music is for. All right, it's not. For us. I know I say it a lot on this show, but I think it's important. I think this is music you put on. You throw it on and you play video games with your friends. The kids yep. all wear the headsets and they play the video games to their friends. And you can have this on. And if you listen to like, I've listened to a few of his songs. Exactly right. They're all, and a lot, and it sounds very much like a very similar to like a Drake sound. There's a, there's a certain sound. I don't know what it is. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's very Drake-ish. It's and, yep, it, repetitive. I, you can just have it and the beats, yeah, right. The beats keep circling back on each other. Yep. And it's like, all right, well, but it's great to have on. I imagine if you're playing, you know, Call of Duty or whatever the kids play with their friends, or you're, um, you know, the thing too is, this is this is another reason I'm kind of thinking about maybe doing the five year waiver thing too. Is m- me and you, we grew up very differently than someone who's eighteen grew up. Yep. When we were eight, when we from our zero to eighteen, we didn't have the internet was at best 
something you do it at home and only at the very end of our teenage years. Yeah. These kids nowadays are constantly inundated with screens and images. There, it's just a nonstop information overload yep. that I'm not surprised at all that this is the music they choose to enjoy. It's non-threatening. I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's just beats that circle back. It's not bad. It's, I don't think it's bad. It's just, there's nothing there. Here, here's my issue though. I would rather something be bad than be uninteresting. Right. Try but, to do something. And they like this music. They Drake. This motherfucker does nothing. No, but he's not supposed to. Like even but like then. I but like, then like, go away watch? if you have nothing to no, say. Go fuck that's, yourself. That's what they want. Okay, you, you're. But that's what the audience wants. Okay. Though. So, I was trying to think about this too. Like music, the evolution of music. Yeah. So it started. You know, music was spiritual. It was people, you know, chanting and and singing and praising their god or gods. Then it was. Then it went to music was for dancing. Like even through, you know, um, through romantic, you were, you know, like a lot of waltzes and sure. harpsichord music and whatever people were per dancing. Yeah. There was some, you sit down music, but, but that was harder to consume because you didn't have anything to record it by. So it was a special occasion when you went to go and sit down and listen to music in the home, you had dance music. So then, you know, in the 1900s, you've get. Uh, it continues music to dance to until basically the Beatles and Sergeant Pepper and like, Oh no, this isn't stuff we're dancing to anymore. This is stuff that we sit down we put our headphones on. We fucking listen to. And it was that way. I mean, there's, there's always dance music, of course, there's, you know, and yeah. electronic music and rap and all sorts of great stuff too. But it was, but music became an art form that we were listening to in tune to get something from, to like have like evoke an emotion from and now it's gone. Now it's just sterile to not evoke an emotion to. That is the death of music. I don't think so. It's I, not because there's other good stuff, but I just mean right. the popular shit. Right, yeah. I mean, I think pop, but pop music has struggled in the past, though. In the early 90s, you know, pop music was a lot of ballads, all that awful stuff that I really hate. Um, but you, know, you were still getting sale. You're still getting Pearl Jam and Nirvana. You're still getting. But, but we had to go. You had to go and like search that out. I mean, yes, every once in a while it did crack that top 100, but not always. But we were listening to radio stations that catered to that, though. There right. was BCN, and, and, and I'm sure kids are doing that too, now too. But on the pop station, you're getting this. You're getting this kind of just very mellow beats that uh, are just very safe, and and it's just not overwhelming. It just wastes my time. I'm like, I only have whatever 80, 90 years to live. And I'm like, when I have, when this music is presented to me, it's like, you are wasting my time. You're wasting my precious life. But this music isn't supposed to be, this music is not created to be critiqued by us. Like there is music out there right now that is being created, that is created to be critiqued. You know, like Arcade Fire is doing interesting stuff. I know you don't like them, but no, they're doing, right. Well, it's more interesting than this. But they're doing yeah, they're interesting things that are right. Yeah. You know, I do like them. The National does, I think they're great. Yeah, they, I think yeah. the National is the best band of the last decade. I think they do some really interesting things. Yes. But that's not music that, you know, if I went to a national concert last year uh, and, you know, like a year and a half ago just now, right? In, in Portland, Maine. And no, there weren't a lot of like young, young people there. It was like 20, yeah. you know, everyone there pretty much could drink. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it yeah. wasn't like a bunch of, there were some younger people, but not a ton. Right. Like younger people, I think are just, you know, and that's what, you know, there is a huge, obviously, no shock, is a huge generation gap that's bigger than the one we had with our parents. Yeah. Because the world has changed so much in, you know, in our lifetime, especially these last, really, I guess the last 20 years, the world has changed so much and kids are just growing up so much differently. And it must be overwhelming to get all so. this shit. And, you know, for them now to want to have this music on the background while they're talking to their friend, because you know, this is how they're consuming it. They're talking to their friend or texting their friends. They're communicating with their friends yep. while they have something on the screen changes a YouTube video of some sort or something or a video game or something. And they're getting, so they're, even when they're hearing this, they're hearing three or two. I know. Right, right. Split attention the whole way. That shit's going to have to change because humans are not going to, they're not going to like, well, we don't we adapt. Why does that have to change? I, I don't know if it's going to change. No, right what now. I mean is like our, we do not multitask. Well, human, like there's this, there's this myth that people, the people, the best people, the best workers are multitaskers. That's actually bullshit. Oh, I, I multitask terribly. Yeah. I'm th- horrible no, at it. Everybody is. That's, that's the secret is everybody is. No, you start something, you finish it, you move on to the next thing. Even if they're little things like, okay, you can't be typing on the, you know, typing. Maybe it. kids are better than we are. I, I don't know. I think psychologically and, and mentally we, that's not what we do. Like we, we can, we can be in the moment and have extreme focus on a task very well. We have a hard time 
doing a lot of things well. So I just think all of that inundation is is actually that's psychologically scarring for us. It's 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 too much happening. And I so I think something's going to have to change. But but then to your point though, if that's the case, I don't want to look at the Billboard Hot 100 for what's actually happening in music if we're going to cover these years. But it is years. what's being consumed by the most people. People are streaming it, but that doesn't I, mean that they're listening to it. It's just in, if it's in the background, it's not the art form when people are watching a movie cuz yeah. Um, put that up against what would what would have taken a movie. Like you, you have to pay attention to the movie. You yes. got to listen to the dialogue. Right. You know, there's several things going on. That's interesting to talk about. They're, you're forced to, but in music, if you're not for, like you're not forced to, if it's in the background, and yes, just because there's streams, they're not consuming it. I don't want to talk about it. There's so much more shit. Everything, everything put out probably the best album of 2018 called um called A Fever Dream. It is. So good, and I and I can't touch it. All the eighty stuff, it like there was less, there was less musicians with enough budget to make albums then, so there was less to choose from. So chances were, if there was, if it was good, it was going to hit the hot. It was going to hit a chart somewhere, so I can get it. You know what I mean? Well, there's so much variety in in those eighties charts. On the chart, right. right. But now it's now it is it's, oh, it's very sterile. Not it's very sterile. sterile. It's just vanilla there. bullshit. And 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 I don't want to. See, I know someone had a funny uh, tweeted a funny image of like uh, me and you as uh, those movie critics and the Muppets. Yes. And uh, you know, with in regards to uh, when we talk about Drake, which is probably pretty apt. I think um, so. Yeah. And I don't want at all to sound like I'm knocking because this is this isn't really even millennials. It's like Gen Y. These kids nowadays are incredibly intelligent. Like these Gen Y kids are, they're really smart. Yeah. I, I think they're going to like think that generation can do some really interesting, great things. I, I, it's just not a knock on them at all. No. Um, if anything, it's more of a credit because they are able to do all these different things that I, 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 I can't do all at once. And I, a lot of them can pull it off. And now Christ, these kids are, Think about it now, man. I know this is 2018, but there's these artists we're talking about are still very relevant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they can do the remote learning bullshit and they're, you know, I'm not saying remote learning. I'm not, this isn't a political thing. I'm just saying it sucks. They're, they're, they're forced to do that. Like I see my niece and nephew doing remote learning. Yeah. I just feel, I feel bad for them. You Actually, know? I prefer it for myself. Like I like, I like learning that way. You're like right. I like working that yeah, way. <laughs> I like working remote. You were a kid though. You want to see your friends. Oh no. I would like to learn remotely, but then go and see my friends. Of course. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah they're yeah, really yeah. missing out on a lot. And it really sucks. And I feel, I feel terribly for the, these kids that they're, they're stuck in the situation. It's good probably for COVID. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to get in that whole thing, but you know, it's, it's just terrible. And you know, so now they're having to learn by a screen, you know, their entertainment yeah. coming from a screen, you're trapped in a house. You know what? Maybe they don't want to hear, you know, it, Something it, that's it's almost like the forties in that wartime music was very, uh, similar, like, um, redundant or yeah. yep. there was like Frank Sinatra. You had all those kind of guys. I'm not Frank Sinatra. I love his music. Oh, Jesus. Incredibly talented. But a lot of those music does sound a little the same, mm. like that stuff in the forties. Like it's not that wildly different. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would disagree so with you there, but that's okay. I understand your point. I, I, I mean, well, I just think of Sinatra as an example, like the, his orchestra behind him is he's, phenomenal. Yeah. He's probably, but you're right. I've gone out of my way to see a, a Sinatra. Like, uh, yeah. Um, he's phenomenal. It is a new bar in New York. It's an amazing cigar bar. And they had a Sinatra guy come with a live band. Yeah. Um, and to do his, like an not impressionist, but, a no, but someone who was a Sinatra cover right. kind of guy. It was incredible. And like, yeah. I, and I listened to Sinatra music. Yeah. Way more listen to post Malone stuff. So <laughs> yes. don't get me wrong. I really enjoy Sinatra. So maybe, but like, the, I'm sure there were other acts that maybe not Sinatra, but like whatever, the, the fifth guy down on the charts. Yeah, it's very, very And it all similar. sounds kind of the same. Sure. You know, big band. And I think it's all just, because there's just so but, much else going on. But this is all now, but I am in an adult contemporary hellscape because all, because <laughs> that's what all this <laughs> music is. But that's is. This is. This no, adult is adult contemporary. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, I disagree with that. No, well, we talked about this before. I put anything that doesn't, that is like the simplest form of a genre into the bucket that is adult. But even the name's a lie. These aren't adults consuming. This is your kids. No, adults would. This is uh, my mom could listen to the song. I know, but she's not so though. Easy. She's not listening to it. These are kids. This is not adult contemporary. This is pop 2018 pop, which is very different than the 1987 pop me and you enjoyed. Yes. But what I mean by that is our my grandmother would not be offended by this music. She'd be fine no. listening to this music. Right. That's all I mean. That's that. I classify adult no, contemporary. No, I, like I, it doesn't. We disagree on that. On it is, there. Well, Okay, it's just it's vanilla. It like it has nothing. It is very it, and it all and it all sounds very uniform. Ugh. It really and the beats even the beats even sounds yes. like the timing of the beats even sounds the same. It keeps double back. The production's I, all the same. It, it's it the sounds same. remarkable. I'm like this all 
What's happening? He's uh, his but, same Drake sound where uh, the voice is really pitch corrected. Um, so it's just when when you when you pit, it's for effect. Like they're doing it on purpose. I'm not saying like he can sing and pitch or not. That's not what it is. They do it for effect where they really they apply it so hard that it squeezes it. It um, when you sing, it's your vocal cords that are vibrating. So there's going to be differences. In, like you're not going to always hit the same pitch. Things are going to move around a little bit. So when they it makes it sound like a tube of toothpaste when they apply this shit on it. And it's the same sound as Drake. It's the same. All of it's the same. Kills me. I, I, I had some thoughts and like I was going to break down the song, but I don't even want to give it. I don't want to move on. Yeah, I don't even want to give it any justice. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I feel like so much of this stuff is what we said on. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I don't. I, mean, I feel like we got to do something about it, or we got to. We should consider doing something about this. Um, let's try another week. Yeah. And if we run into it, I, cause I had the same exact thought. Yeah. So I'm not against it. You okay. want to do our album? Have some fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is any movie we covered is eligible. We have a few different categories here. Uh, just kind of the heavy hitters for Oscar stuff. Um, and it, I think it just might be kind of fun. Okay. Maybe we'll have a debate. Worst screenplay. You want me to go? Yeah. You started off. I think this is going to be a controversial one. City of angels. Oh, okay. I went with the Meg. Um, you I, say, yeah, I mean, it's bad. The Meg is terrible. City of angels is horrible. Really bad too. So what did you hate at the, the screenplay so much? Because well, I don't think this, I mean, the screenplay is bad. I don't I think, think it's, it's like off the charts bad. I, I think it's fucking terrible. That was my no, biggest issue with the movie. No characters did anything that were realistic. She wasn't afraid to him, afraid, afraid of him, him. She wasn't, ever. Yeah. Like the way that they kill her off at the end and she's just on her bicycle and like. But was that? I yeah, think that's all screenplay. Bicycle, that's direction, I think. But even the way it was. No, I think the writing was fucking horrible. They made him. They made him into a creepy stalker. You think that was direction? They I think made a lot into- more direction. You think so? Yeah. Um, I see the Meg. Um, I mean, it's bad, so it's not a bad choice. It's just the, the dialogue was just so off the charts, terrible, and uh, it was just, it was it it, it was uh, it's bad. It, it, it's mostly a dialogue thing with this movie. Um, yeah. more than the plot itself, but the dialogue is atrocious. Um, I'll start. Why don't we start with yeah, the yeah. supporting actress or supporting actress? Yep. I this is the best movie on my list. That makes sense. Yep. Alice Braga from I Am Legend. Oh, you think she was that bad? Horrible. She's she's bad. Horrible. <laughs> she's bad. And it probably doesn't help her. She's in a good movie or a movie that I, I relatively enjoy. And yeah. I call I Am Legend good. No, it's, but it's close. Yeah. Um. So it, it even makes it even more. I think mean, like the way she just just totally is is unemotional about every single thing that happens to her. And insane. the problem is she enters right when the movie gets weird too. Yeah. You know everything so, turns when she enters. When she turns enters, to the worst. It's her fault. Yes. You're not gonna like mine. It's not her fault. But yes, it is. You're not gonna like mine at all. Oh, really? Not at all. You're gonna you're gonna be pissed. Karen Allen from In the Sandlot. Oh, come I on! I hated the mom. That's so she, I well, she's a hated nice mom. Her. That's I, no, she was absent and like. I do hate that. You're right. I fucking hated her. Oh, come on! And I like her. She was a nice mom. I like Karen Allen too. I like her a lot. Yeah, I like her a lot, and I thought she was horrid in this ah, movie. She a, was that's a dumb so thing. bad. That's a weird Sandlot thing you have. It's a bad it's a nice movie. Idea. You have these insane takes. Just because, I, just because do, of different you, 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 I mean, this is why I think this is good for the show, but you do, you do have <laughs> some insane thoughts. You th- I, well, I think your thoughts are insane. So well, how, how do you, how do you feel about that? Most of the world seems oh, to agree with my thoughts. Oh, thoughts okay. Though. There you go. Just beg to fucking popularity. That's, that's, that's what it's I all think, about. I just think I'm more in line with the sanity of the world than you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> worst supporting actor. Do you want me to do that one? Yeah. Um, Richard Dreyfus and Poseidon. Yes! Are you the same? Yeah. He was so bad. Dreyfus, baby. He was so bad. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus for Poseidon. <laughs> incredibly bad. He, 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 at one point in the movie, he kicks a man off of him, yes. and uh, so he he kills he, a man. Oh, and he he doesn't he doesn't want to do it, but he has to do it to save himself. Yep. And it's someone he had talked to, had conversations with. That's a nice man that he yes. he, he kills out of necessity. Yep. Very traumatic. Very the, traumatic. The very next scene, he's laughing and doing like a joyful line reading. It is <laughs> yes. so fucking bizarre. Yes. And if if you're a so he's a that. Um, this film made me like in retrospect, hate Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> I was cause then, cause then I was like, we saw Mr. Holland's opus. We did. And I hate him in that. And, uh, oh, he wasn't so bad in that, but, but, but then like, cause I remembered, I really like, I do like him in that's the YouTube en- show. I, yeah, yeah. I do like him in close encounters. Like I've liked him Jaws. earlier in Jaws. Right. I've, Jaws. I've liked him earlier in his career, but he fucking, I, it made me hate him. I wonder if I have any other degree. I think we have at least one more degree. Uh, worst actress. I'll, I'll start here. Yeah. I think we're at the same here. Melissa McCarthy. I yeah! Think yeah. Yes. <laughs> 100%. This character is the worst. Oh, character. So I hate bad. this person I so much. Her. Oh, I hate her so yes. bad. I, so both, by the way, both McCarthy and Drivers had been nominated for Oscars in their life. What did she get? Didn't nominated? she get nominated for that uh, one character? She plays like a, a woman that uh, plagiarized things. Didn't she get nominated for that? 
You know, I haven't seen that film, but maybe. I think so. And Drive is, of course, the good one right. for a good writer. Yeah. Oscar winner. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so these are people that have had established careers that we're saying. The she's so bad. She's, she's so bad. She's so bad. I actually, so I like Bridesmaids more than I probably should. And I think, and I like, yeah, it's fine. It's I movie. like her in that, but then she's that over the top forever. And now I can't stand her. This, ca- this character in particular is so hateable. It's so hateable. And she is the worst is, person. Part of it is how it's written. Oh yeah. But part of it is her before. She's just, she just grates on you. She's gross and mean and irredeemable. And sh- no one like at the end of the movie, you, you want her to rot in fucking jail. She's awful. She's awful. Um, worst actor. I mean, Jason Lee. Oh, you agree again? Yeah. I mean, Jason Lee completely checked out. Alvin Chipmunks. <laughs> worst. I, I did come close. This was our, I had a runner up here. Uh, Tom it? Hanks, Da Vinci Code. It was, it was closer than you might I think. F- I forgot about that. I can't give it to him. Jason so, Lee's I, so bad. He's so he's bad. He's so checked out. I can't give he it to him. He doesn't Hanks. give a shit. Yeah. And that was, um, uh, that well, was not, uh, worst actress, I almost went with, with, well, I was with McCarthy by, by a long shot, yeah. but I considered Meg Ryan for City of Angels. It was considered. That would have been hard for me to give that to her too. Uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy is a lot easier. Worst director. I mean, we're going to be probably right. I don't think so. Tim Hill. No. You're saying Tim Hill from Elementary Monks? Fuck yeah. Brad Silverling, City of Angels. That is maybe the worst directed major studio movie I've, I've maybe ever seen. I just, it's hard for me. It, it, it's bad. It's so bad. I, I wanted to call the police, but we named this, the Alvins on we did. purpose. This is director. I know. And he was so bad. That is, that such is a the badly- worst directing job. I've like I said, I, I felt, I felt I wanted to take a shower after this. I felt like I saw oh, like, so the inside mind of a, of a molester. Yeah, it was fucking I was creepy. like, this is horrific. It's not, it's, I understand your point. Yeah. If you pick, I've that's, never that's been more troubled point. by a directing job. I don't think my life. That was the worst, maybe the worst directing job I've ever seen in my, my life. That is awful. It's awful. There's uh, some real, and, and <laughs> there's some real things going on with Brad. I know he's had yeah, you know, his, yeah. his girlfriend. We talked about it on the show, but I'm still like haunted by some of the images in that movie. It's that bad. Really creepy and troubling. Yeah. He should have gone full out and made it really creepy. He should have oh, just, did. no, but I mean like, on purpose. I don't well, think it's that on purpose. I, 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 I would. Um, that's enough for me. Yeah. Um. So we were for film. Alvin. Alvin Chibos, this is yeah. the Alvin, of course. Alvin yeah. is the worst film we've covered. Um. Oh well, we had a few agreements. That was fun. Yeah. I. I figured there'd be a few. Maybe we'll revisit that eventually. Yeah. I had an idea more. for a fun one. For uh, maybe um maybe the game next week. What What would you have? Yeah. Well, all right. Oh well, yeah. Maybe the game next week. Hey, don't you like this idea? Uh, top like um like a playlist so like of only songs we've covered so like what not our top ten but like if we had to put a playlist together of like ten songs what would it look like and maybe we each have to bring like five to the table or whatever and we we cobble together a playlist only ones like. that we've covered yes okay yeah all right that's a cool one I just, I, if we each bring in five I want to make sure we're not going to be repetitive we might be well no maybe, uh, your top five is different than maybe mine. how about this we each have to bring in our seven seven. Okay. And then, in theory, we will hopefully nothing repeats. And and as they to be seven best songs, it's okay. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm doing this on the spot here. Yeah, this that's Patreon fine, yeah. show. We kind of just this is what we do. Um, we have to have a theme. So like driving music. Yeah, I was thinking that. Uh, let's do a theme. Maybe right. So road trip music. Okay. So of ro- the ones we've covered, road trip music from things we covered, we each bring in seven. If they repeat, we knock. We, we you know we'll yeah. So it won't be fourteen songs, it'll be thirteen or whatever. Right. But hopefully we have enough for like, hopefully ten, Probably. maybe. And then we um and then I can create a playlist on Apple and then I can share it. Oh, that's a good idea. People were someone was asking me to do a Spotify list of like my favorite songs. Maybe I'll do that sometime yeah. too. I'd like to do that. Like Matt's ultimate fucking list or something. Right. I don't know. That'd be fun. Of the only songs we've covered. Or maybe no, you just think about it. Stuff. But but for this hey, one, for I think this I'd, one, we'll do a road yeah. trip. Yeah, we'll we each bring in seven. Yeah. And that'll be the game next Patreon show. I like it. Cause uh yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. That's a good one. All right, good. Um, next week, way right. better. We got through it, guys. I'm sorry. I feel what I do. Once again, I do feel like the Patreon show was our best show of the week, which I don't know why this keeps happening, but I guess. Well, it was, a, I mean, it was a, we had some, it was yeah. a long week. We were, it was we long were week. On the, yeah. both on the Kirkman show right. this week. We're, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt was, had a lot going on and very exhausted. So, uh, a lot going on. So yeah, hopefully the shows will be a little better next week. I, I, I wasn't super thrilled with the quality of the shows this week. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, but I think this show was, was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm glad, uh, you know, but I think next week will be a lot better. We have better things to cover. Uh, 91. Yeah, 91. So Thelma and Louise, City Slickers, and Backdraft. Okay. And then for songs, it's More Than Words, Losing My Religion, and It Ain't Over Till It's Over. You might, guys might, uh, that's a Lenny Kravitz tune. So we are back on Wednesday with Thelma and Louise. And More Than Words by, by Extreme. Extreme. Yeah. That's a pretty big show. That's a pretty big show. I think so, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to be like, we can talk about it. Yeah. This has been, I was so excited when this year popped I up. I know. I know. Cause and like something new. doing it. I'm like, I'm Ugh. not, I'm not having any fun with this. It was kind of fun, I guess, to see movies I've never seen before, but all the movies kind of sucked. Crazy Rich Asians wasn't terrible. For, I liked it more than you did. Yeah. Uh, the other two movies were, if we're going to, if we're going to do the Cisco and Ebert, um, cause I guess th- this is the first time we really were true movie critics. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Ready? Uh, the Meg. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Crazy Rich Asians. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Uh, so we're mixed, as they used to say in the show. Uh, I miss this show so much. Uh, and uh, what do we do today? The Predator. The Predator. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah. So a, we, a bad week. So that's a, maybe that's part of the problem too. It's a bad week for movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Well, you're if, right. We could have. Maybe. That's so why I want to give it another shot. We're going to have an issue with the music though, because it's going to be the same. Maybe. The whole year is going to be the same. We don't need to cover these artists again, probably. So if we run into them, maybe we can expand maybe our list. We can be a little the, more creative, maybe. Uh, I do want to talk about these artists, though, because they are important. Oh, artists. I know. Yeah, you're I mean, right. We to, should talk about. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. If it's the first time, definitely. Yeah. We talk about Cardi B. We talk about. I don't think we need to hit Cardi B or hit, hit Post Malone. No, because they're so recent, too. I think she hers is. Even, I mean, unless it's a really. One Drake thing I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, so the first time I saw Drake and anyone who goes, I don't know, maybe anyone who went to a Regal Cinema saw this. There was a Sprite commercial that was before movies at Regal mm. Cinema. Uh, I'm talking about, I went to the Regal Cinema in Newington. This is before I moved to New, lived in New York. So this is New Hampshire, Newington, New Hampshire. There was a Regal Cinema there. Yeah. And for years, for like three years before the movies started, like the, the trailer commercials, uh-huh. there was a Sprite one where Drake's face would break into like a million pieces and then come back together. And I feel like the, and I didn't, so I didn't know who Drake was Yeah. and his, the music was so generic in that ad. I thought he was just like a generic rapper. Oh, I didn't know he was like a celebrity. I see. And then later on, I was like, that's Drake. And I was like, wait, wh- I, this is the Drake that I keep hearing about. Is this guy? Yeah. Like it was so like boring and innocuous. I didn't even think twice about it. So now whenever, whenever we talk about Drake, I yeah, was like, that's about- Sprite commercial. I must have seen it. I don't remember it, but he uh, was like every, yeah, like yeah. a couple of years. Like, you know, and I used to go to movies roughly every week or every other week. I'd go to the movie. So I, I see, see a lot, see this commercial. This like, yeah, know, this guy's face blow apart. And I remember thinking like, Oh, With generic music. He's that in was the studio. His. And, um, Oh, and, and, uh-oh. uh, yeah, he's like in the studio. He's got, I think he has some friends with me. Like he wants a Sprite, but for some reason that makes his face explode. <laughs> but then he, but then his face does come back. I think mean, the Sprite gives you the power to your face to come back together. But how does he consume it? So if I mean, he's got he, no face, he, how do you drink it to get your face it back? And his face explodes because and I comes remember back? his whole body kind of explodes. It's weird. I, I do at the end though, though, the lesson I think is a Sprite will fix you though. You will have your face be okay again. Oh, so Sprite is good. I, I guess it is. Yes. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, so if it's the first time, I totally get. It. Or if there's a, if they do a song that perhaps I would like, I, I, I mean, I scroll through yeah. Post Malone's album, like I was, you know. We'll and see I, what happens next. Okay. I, I don't want to, I don't want to kill it yet. We'll see what happens. I'm so, I was just so down about it. I was, I had the same thought. I was down too. I, this has been a challenging week. Yeah. Um, for our show, uh, only because of the context. Not other than, other thing. Meanwhile, on the plus side, Patreon people, uh, we have done some advertising. Yeah. We've also. Because of the Kirk Manahan show, we had a huge bump from that. Yeah. We are charting now um, on the music genre. Did you oh, say 78 today or 79 today? We got as high as like 77. We were, we're, so this is, we're taping this on a Friday. So yeah. this is the day before release day. Yeah. And you would think that would be like your- Kind of a weaker day. Right. Because in theory, you, you're as far removed from your biggest day as possible. Because yeah. Wednesday's release day for us. So you figure this would be like the last day you see us in the yeah, charts. Yeah, yeah. And we were up in the top 80. And a lot of that obviously is coming from the Kirkman hand show buzz sure. and stuff like that. We're getting more reviews than we typically would get. We'll probably maybe get, hopefully maybe some new listeners from some subscriptions. Yeah. Our download numbers are. Well, yeah. So that we, you know, we had a 20% bump from our best last month and we had another 20% bump from our best this month. So, you know, for the last two yeah, months from, we've, we've had like pretty big growth. Yeah. From September, October is 20% growth. Yeah. October, November is right. 20% growth and growth. If I can talk. And then December we're off to like a, a really great start. start. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's been like a really exciting yeah. little run. Like I'm curious to see like if you want to, if you're on Apple and you're kind of bored and want to look, we're under the music. So we'll talk about that. Uh, you want to go a little, oh, yeah. Talk a little, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And this stuff's interesting. Yeah, people. sure. Uh, yeah. So um, we were initially in, I think we even started comedy, we did which start is comedy. not a great. No, it was wasn't, but I mean, we, I know, like, we didn't know what the hell right, we we're, let's, we got to put some comedy, by the way, is the most competitive. Yeah. yeah. So you might see like, you know, if you look at Kirk and he's not in the top 10, it's because comedy is the most stacked fucking category in the it's fucking world. Rogan is, Rogan is, is under comedy. Like it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Like to even chart in comedy is really hard to do. And yeah. charting is the top 200. Yep. Um, in Apple. 
Um, they base it on, um, I believe it's an algorithm. No one really knows the secret sauce, but from what I understand, it's based on subscriptions first. Yep. So newer podcasts will rise to the top. Because right. a new podcast will get a influx of subscriptions. Right. We did actually chart once in comedy. The very first time we went on Kirk's show, we yes. were in the top 150 That's in right. comedy, which yeah. is really hard to do. That's crazy. Because we had all these new subscriptions. Because yeah. no one had heard of our show before. You know, yep. or we had it some audience. It's very minimal. Um, and then... We moved to movie. Right. So I'm sorry. The quick oh, algorithm. Sorry, yeah. So you have uh, subscriptions, number one. Yep. Then it's reviews. Yep. Once again, to kind of boost up newer shows. Because sure. you don't want the list to stay static. And the last thing is downloads. Right. Um, so because of that, a show like ours that has been around for almost a year now, um, it's harder because we're not going to have a ton of new subscriptions, a ton of new reviews, unless something happens like Matt's on the Kirk show all yeah. week, or maybe, uh, we are, we're able to use the money that you guys are helping with us and we're able to advertise on new shows and yeah, get and a new bunch subscribers more and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, that's how you boost. That's how, and that's why everyone says like, Hey, please give us a five star review and you know, subscribe. Right, it's important. It's, it's it, cause it helps it, us be discoverable. It should be up. Yeah. So we move from comedy to TV and film, which is honestly probably where it should be. Probably. The problem for us is that we are an independent podcast. We don't have like, you know, Wondery is not backing us or anything like that. As you guys know, why we're doing Patreon, stuff like that. Um, so it's harder. It's, it's a more competitive field. TV and film has a lot of rewatch yep. type shows that, yes. that like the ringer. They're all over TV and film. So for us to compete with the ringer, which is now owned by Spotify, it's, it's impossible. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, it's really yeah. hard. So we decided to go to music. I'm but like, we did chart once. We did. Oh, well, we turned the Lamley. Right. The Lamley episode. We actually went as high as 65th. Because we had a shit ton of new reviews and, and new once subscribers again, and Kirk listeners. Had a ton, yes. You know, yeah. with all that talk. Sure. And we were still were a newer show then too. So we're getting a lot of new subscribers. Yep. The other thing that really boosted us up then, honestly, more than descriptions or the downloads was the reviews. Remember the exactly. Lamley trashed us, but in a bizarre way. Helped us because we had a ton in of theory, reviews. I mean, it doesn't kind help because, yeah. you know, it, you want to have a five star because four is not great. Right. You know, we're at four better than three. Yeah. But we still have a ding from that. Um, but right. So we actually got us. We actually, yeah, we got as high 65th. I yeah. believe, 62nd, something like that. In TV and film, in which, TV is, film which, which is, is crazy. That's big. And we were on the charts for like almost a week. Yeah. A full week. We were on the top 200 charts. Um, and we had uh, less than half what we have now for downloads. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even 25% what we have now. Like it's we, we like were that. still pretty new at lot, that time. Yeah, it was a lot less. Like we've grown like three times since then. Probably. Yeah, uh, something like something that. like that. Yeah, like or yeah, quite a bit. Maybe or maybe you're close to it. More than half. We more than double yeah. since then. Yeah. And then so we went. So we decided about about 28 days ago to go to uh, music. Music. Because we do have obviously you know we have music in the podcast and it's there's just a lot less. It's much competition less competitive. There, and it would be better for us to chart even if it's not quite right because then we're discoverable. Then people are it's, you know it's all or, it's either that or nothing. Or nothing. We're not. Yes, we probably our audience actually in the last two months maybe has grown enough that maybe we would bump into the top 200 in TV and film. Right. Or maybe on a release day. Maybe. But then we're like, oh wow, we hit 196 and then you vanish a day later. Yeah. Like it's just not this. I I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe, you know, the Kirk bump helped a lot, but you hope it's not temporary. Yeah. I like it. But I think because now maybe we won't hang in the fifties forever or the sixties, wherever we're going to kind of be. Uh, 70s right now. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll be more in the 130s range if you're not on Kirk. But at least we're charting. But I, I want to see. We might be able to chart for like even on off days. Like yeah. we might be able to chart going forward. We yeah, have enough yeah. of audience now. We might stay in the charts. Yeah. Um, which would be huge for us. It's something I check every day. Is our website uh, that I look at called Chartable. Kind of yeah. maps it out. So I kind of check that out. Um, and but you can go to Apple. And you can look. It's right there. It's just Quantum Week. I mean, you can you can see. It's it's kind of fun for us to kind of see. Yeah. It's not it's not the end all be all. But I mean, that's how a podcast gets discovered by a production company. Like, sure. You know, let's say someone you know Wondery or whatever. They're not going to find us if they don't even know we exist. But at least if we're charting. Yeah. Say we crack I mean, the top twenty sometimes. Right. Like they they'd be like, right. oh, who's this motherfucker? Yeah. The other thing that happened really strange. And I know people are just interested. If you're not interested in podcast talk, that's fine. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yes. Talk to you. Uh, on Wednesday, but another thing really interesting, which we don't really understand why is the fast times at Ridgemont high, the Steve Miller, Abracadabra show you know, I, that ended up doing like 30% better than is. Yeah. Other shows that came out that, that time period. And now it's, it's weird because it's very weird. Cause we, I mean, we, so like, like ridiculously high numbers for that one episode episodes that we disagree on, or we have strong takes on, of course they're going to do better. And we disagreed on that one. And popular but like, movies that have been around a while. have cool yeah, yeah, followings. Totally. Yeah, totally. But, but it wasn't, but we disagreed on other ones before. And we literally covered ET that week, exactly. which we disagreed on, which is a much bigger movie you think than past times. Yes. And ET did about 30% less. Which yeah. is, it was still a very good number for us yeah. at that time, but it, it was, was just weird anomaly. It was very strange. And it's still getting, so we don't know if it was somehow shared maybe to some, to a different Could've audience been. that we don't even know exists, 
but that gave us a big bump as well. Yeah. Um, so it is, it, it's, it's very strange sometimes how these things kind of work. I'm, I'm really fascinated by them. Well, the strangest part is, is not being able to necessarily track it. Like we couldn't necessarily, we couldn't see where these people are coming from because it's not like we got a bunch, like, it wasn't like some. It no wasn't one, like we no saw, one tagged us on Twitter. Right. Or, no one reached. It wasn't like some rando reached. Po, hugely right. popular guy retweeted us. It didn't seem or to you, happen. Or if it was, say, if, yeah, I don't know, shared on like a Facebook group, you'd think they would have like reached out to us and said, oh, you know, or something, tagged us. But we didn't. We, there's no real. And it, it's had able to figure a ripple effect too, because pe- we'll notice people are also we're also listening to like the next like the next episode had yes. a huge jump. Yeah. Then like three episodes before. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had appeared. I guessed it on a very popular Law and Order podcast around that time. Oh. Maybe, but it wasn't exactly lined up with it. It, I, I don't. Yeah, it, maybe there was that. I, or it could have just been a mix of everything, you know, between. Uh, obviously, the biggest influence of all this has been the Kirkman Hand Show yeah, sure. and Matt guest producing. You see a bump when Matt guest produced. We see a bump. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, uh, you know, with me even being on this week, obviously that's you know, yeah, that helps as well. Uh, which was super awesome to do. That it was a great experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. but so that helps. You know, we're trying to do as much as we are doing some advertising right now. Um, we had a podcast reach out to us that want to do a trade, like a swap. So we did that. So we read for them. They read for us. Um, but that was later. Then. That was later. Yeah. So I don't know. There's something that appealed about, you know. Uh, and we've uh, appeared in some other podcasts as well. Smaller ones again, but yeah. they don't seem to have. But you just wonder like what? Yeah, because I want to repeat that. I want to do that I again. Know what I'm <laughs> right, we but um, to see, to see the, the last two months, because we kind of, over the summer, so end of the summer, not we stalled out, but I feel like we didn't have much growth. I remember one month, I think we no, did no, worse it, the month before. Uh, yes. Maybe July to June or something. Yeah, I'd have to look in. I know that there, was I mean, there's some travel whatever, issues. It, and yeah, it but was basically, we plateaued. Uh, yes. And what happened, now we took a step up, like a pretty good size step up. it's still going up, so it's yeah. like kind of exciting. I mean, I'm guessing this will plateau again. I mean, because how Probably, things yeah. work, but I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the ride. But yeah, for the last two, two months and a like, half huh, months, yeah. about eight to 10 weeks, it's been... A, so for us, a severe upswing. But I also see it like it's, you know, even in social media, you see like the interactions are more in the last couple of months too. I just think that there's, there's definitely, yeah, the there's, been, there's is, been some building. It's growing. Um, so that's exciting. So, you know, for, you know, you guys are you know, kind of the pioneers here for us, you know, helping us initially yeah. with a lot of this. So we kind of want to, you know, so far it's working. I mean, I guess we'll see. We're going to, um, you, you know, use the money you guys are helping us with uh, to, uh, advertise on more podcasts. Yeah. We kind of had that argument, not an argument. We both agree, but we're like discussion, I guess, should we do it on like a few different small ones or should we try to go on one? We can't afford a large one, but maybe one mid-sized one. one. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to lean more to that. Yeah. But how it works is basically I put out a, almost like an ad to other podcasts. Be like, Hey, uh, I'm looking, uh, we're looking to advertise. Yep. And then people send me proposals and then I can sift through them and try to find what's the best fit. But if we can find like a mid-range pop culture one, that's yeah. our that's our that's our definitely our ideal. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you know, I can only go by what's kind of presented to me. It was cool too. You know, you know, having had a couple advertisers reach out. We had a couple yeah. advertisers also um want to re up, yep. which we hadn't had before. You know, maybe two months ago we hadn't had that same. Yeah. So now people were looking to like extend. Things feel different. Yes. Like, you know, this month and two, two, three months ago. Yeah. It feels the, different. The last eight, 10 weeks. Right. Yeah. Has been, um, so I, I don't know, uh, but it's been awesome, but I just want to kind of let you guys kind of know the state of the state of the union a little bit. Sure. Cause you guys do contribute a huge deal to us. Definitely. And, um, I, I like that kind of talk. I don't mean me too. I like the insights. I like to know what's like going when on. I'm listening to my favorite podcast. I yeah. love hearing the inside baseball stuff, but, um, yeah. But anyway, again, very much appreciate all of you for supporting us. Thank you so much. It really Thanks goes a long way for sticking through us with this 2018. This has been a, a, not a great week. Uh, I'm just going to be honest, uh, but we are going to do better next week. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Anything else? See you guys on Wednesday. Bye.